Listen, I'm going to get right into it. As everyone finds their seat, will you pray with me? The Holy Spirit's here right now, amen? So I'm just going to ask him to prepare our hearts for his word. Amen, y'all. Holy Spirit, we need you. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're here right now. We don't have to beg you to be here. In fact, you've welcomed us into your presence, God. And so, God, we thank you for being here. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray, would you show up and show out in this place and online, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, let me ask you guys something. If you had a friend tell you, you know, they just looked at you and they were really serious and they said, hey, I have a million dollars that's going to be given to you when I leave. When I leave, I'm going to have a million dollars given to you. Somebody got that. It didn't go over somebody's head. Let's first establish that this person does in fact have a million dollars to give. In fact, you've been with them and you've seen them spend money. You've seen them be a good steward of their money. In fact, when you've been with them, you ain't never had to pay for anything because they got money. And so when they looked at you and they said, hey, listen, when I leave, I'm going to have a million dollars given to you. I don't know about you, but one of the first questions I'm going to ask is, so when you leaving? So first we established that they do have the money, but let's secondly, let's establish that these, this friend of yours loves you and you love them. And so you're kind of torn. You're kind of torn with this thought of them leaving because you're like, yo, when you leaving? And like, I don't want you to leave. I don't want you to go. I, I kind of want you to stay. See, this is what the disciples were dealing with when Jesus was here with them. See, Jesus' whole time with his disciples, he was saying things like what's found in uh, John 16, 7. He was saying things like, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is for your advantage. It's, it's for your benefit that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the counselor, who is the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. If I go, I will send him to you. I don't know about you, but if someone said to me that they were going to have a gift given to me when they leave, my first question is going to have to be when they leave, when, they're, when they start, when they, when they go away. I don't know about you guys, but as I said about the million dollar gift, Jesus said this gift, right? Jesus said, I'm going to send the counselor to you. It's going to be a promise. A couple of questions I'm going to ask, who has the gift? And how do I get it from them? Who has this gift and how do I get it from them? Amen, y'all. What's awesome is that Jesus anticipated those questions. And Jesus answered those questions long before they were ever asked. So first, let's talk about the gift. What is the gift? Who is the gift? It wasn't loud enough, but it's okay. It's him, the Holy Spirit. He's the gift. He's the gift that Jesus had been promising. It is, uh, it is the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. But wait, 
we already got baptized. We already did the baptism thing. We were baptized into salvation. We accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and, and we already got baptized in water. I went down in the water, signified my death with Jesus. I came up out of the water, signified my resurrection with Jesus. But we're talking about more tonight. Oh, yeah, see, if I say that again, y'all better come on and amen me louder. We're talking about more tonight. How many of y'all want more? How many of you have that nagging voice in your head? There's got to be more. There has to be more. You might have came out that water tonight and said, there's got to be more, feeling like a million bucks when you came out. There's got to be more. I'm here to tell you, there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. Acts 2, 38 and 39. This is something that happened on the day of Pentecost. Jesus said, Jesus said this. Jesus said, look, at, uh -uh. I'm going to go away. I'm sending a promise. Wait for him. They waited. And then this happened. There was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And Peter gets up and Peter preaches. And Peter says this. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far off. Guess what? You and I are far off. We're 2,000 years far off. So this is for us. This gift is for us. It's for you and me. Amen. Jesus has a gift for you. How many of you guys want that gift? Amen. He has already blessed you with salvation, and he has more. But do you really want more? Do you really want more? Amen, y'all. Jesus seemed to think so. Jesus said this this, 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 this is why you want more, because the Holy Spirit is the one who teaches and leads us into all truth. He is our security. He is our down payment for our inheritance, for our salvation, the goal of our faith, as the Word of God says. He is our power to overcome and become more like Jesus. As Romans chapter 8, verse 29 says, we have been predestined to do what? To be conformed to the image of his son, Jesus Christ. It is the Holy Spirit that does that process. How many of you guys know about that process of sanctification? You gave your life to Jesus. You were sanctified. You've been justified, never sinned. You've been justified just as if you had never sinned. But how many know you gave your life to Jesus, but there's still those things, those areas inside of you that are like, man, I can't overcome this. It is him, the Holy Spirit, that helps you walk through that process of making you more like Jesus. Amen, y'all. Jesus says this. Listen to this. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus said in Acts 1-8, but you will receive power, dynamite power, when the Holy Spirit has come on you. Why? So you'll be his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Sumeria, and to the ends of the earth. How many of you guys understand? We live in the Western world, so we're always looking out what's for me, what's for me, what's for me. The Holy Spirit is not just for you. The Holy Spirit is that you'll fulfill the Great Commission, that you'll be the witness for Jesus Christ, that you'll fulfill even our mission here, bringing people to Christ and equipping them to be like him. How many of you guys love it? That, 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 that we're not just called to do something. Jesus didn't, did, didn't just give the great commission. 
and say, hey, go do that in your own strength. How many of you guys know you cannot accomplish that in your own strength? God has put a mandate on our life to be his witness, and then he empowers us to do it. Amen, family. How many of y'all want that power? That was, come on, y'all. So how do you get the gift? How do you know when you got the gift? First know this, Jesus went away to the Father. He ascended. Remember, he said, you're going to get this gift when I leave. He's with the Father now. And when he left, the Holy Spirit's now come. Amen, family. Pastor John spoke last week. We was talking about, and thrive, we was talking about the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus Christ. Jesus has left. The Holy Spirit's here now. The gift is available to you. How many of you guys want that gift? How many of you guys want a gift? Amen. So how do you get the gift? How do you know when you got the gift? Just like if your friend left and they gave you that million dollars, how many of you know your bank card would be tangible enough that you got a million dollars in your bank account? You'd be able to go and swipe the card and buy something. In fact, if you're like me, you go pull all the cash out. You would have something tangible. I'm here to tell you, the gift of the Holy Spirit comes with evidence. It comes with something tangible. You want to talk about it? As we read through the book of Acts, we find that the first physical evidence is speaking in tongues. It's the heavenly language. It's your prayer language. I don't know about you, but there's believers in this room that'll testify to this. I've been in moments in my life where tears were my prayers, where I didn't know what to say at times, but my heavenly language got me through because the Holy Spirit prayed right through me. I, know I needed more believers to amen that one. How many of you have been in some tight situations? You just don't have the words, but the Holy Spirit prayed through you in your heavenly language. What if I told you that every one of you could have a heavenly language? The gift is for you. Romans 8.26 says, In the same way the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses because we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with expressions and groanings, uh, for us with inexpressible groanings. I'm going to talk about the tongues for a second because I know some of you might have got like, spooked a little bit. Understand this. The gift is not the focus of the tongues. The Holy Spirit is the gift. The Holy Spirit is the gift. The Holy Spirit is the gift. He simply brings the gift of tongues with him. Y'all hear me? So, how do we get that gift? How, how do we how do we get this gift? How many of you have ever given a gift? Every hand should go. How many of you guys have given a gift? I don't know about you. If my son ever needed a glass of water and I was standing in the kitchen, he came in the water and he said, Daddy, can I get a glass of water? Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn to the fridge. I'm going to get him some water. And I'm going to give him some water. So what do we got to do to get the gift, family? But simply ask. We're not going to overcomplicate this tonight, family. Amen? 
We're not going to overcomplicate this. I know we got youth in the house. Amen? Youth, let me speak to you for a second. This is not something we need to overcomplicate, y'all. We don't need to overcomplicate it. We simply ask. As Luke chapter 11 says, in verses 9 through 13, this is Jesus. He says, so I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion instead? If you then, who are evil, who are sinful, know how to give good gifts to your children. How many of you know how to give good gifts to your children? Come on, y'all. Amen? When Christmas comes, you're not giving a box of rocks, are you? We know how to give good gifts as those sinners who have been saved by grace. Amen. And Jesus says, if you who are sinful or evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the gift of the Holy Spirit to the one who asks him? It's simple, family. We simply ask. So this is what we're going to do tonight. In a moment, I'll have us all stand up. And then I'm simply going to ask, if you're here tonight and you're saying, I want more. I want more. I want that promise that Jesus was talking about. If you're baptized here tonight and you want more, maybe you weren't baptized tonight and you want more, Maybe you're online watching and you're at home in your living room and you want more. We're going to stand up in this house and I'm going to ask you to lift both hands. I'm going to say, hey, if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, I want you to lift both hands. You lift both hands and I'm going to say a prayer with you. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. and You'll receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit because you're simply going to ask. Amen. Now we're going to, after that, we're going to go into a time of worship. When we go into this time of worship, I want you to press in. Don't worry about your neighbor. Don't focus on your neighbor. Just focus on you and Jesus. And guess what's going to happen? A language is going to come to you. You'll start speaking in tongues. But I'll tell you what's going to happen when that starts happening. You might start duping yourself out of it. You might say to yourself, oh, that's just me. That ain't, that ain't, that's just me. That ain't nothing. That's just me. You keep stepping out in faith and you keep speaking. You keep stepping out in faith. Believers who are baptized in the Holy Spirit, you should be amening the mess out of me right now. You just keep stepping out in your faith and you speak. It is a, it is a language that is developed, just like my eight-year-old son, Jeremiah Jr. This young boy started with ball, 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 daddy, daddy, dad. Now he's eight and won't shut up. Dudes of many evangelists. Your prayer language is going to come to you while we worship. So everybody stand up right now. Stand up with me. No one's going to lay hands on you as we find in Acts 10, 11, 19. In, in Acts 8, we find there's times where hands were laid on. We find when times when hands were not laid on. Amen. Amen, family. Now listen. If you're here tonight, you're here tonight and everything I've been saying something's stirring in you and you're saying I want more 
I want more. Would you put both hands up in the air? Put both hands up. Put both hands up. I want more. I want the baptism of the Holy Spirit. All right, repeat after me. I see a lot of hands everywhere. Come on, y'all. You're about to get baptized in the Holy Spirit tonight. Repeat after me. Say, Father, thank you. Thank you for salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for the gift. Now, Father, I ask you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now receive the Holy Spirit of God in Jesus' mighty name. Be baptized in the Holy Spirit of God. Now, Pastor Drew, will you take us away? And as we worship, let your prayer language come to you. Amen.